from KQED. Let it go. Oh, no. it's frozen again. Oh, no. Hey, everyone. I'm Emmanuel. I'm Kali. And I'm Jamidra. And we're the hosts of The The Cooler. Your weekly dose of pop culture commentary. Today, we're talking about... Influential kids and teens making things happen. Consent. In schools, it's not that hard. And we're going to cap things off with a special guest who is younger than us, if you can imagine such a thing. We were inspired by Time's 30 Most Influential Teens article, and this show is going to be all about teens and kids and the youths of America. The youths! I believe the children are our future. (laughs) We just got the singing out right out of the way. Just Done. do it. Just do it. Done. Every episode, we got to check that out the list. So this is kind of a rising out of discussions that we, the three of us, have had in our non-podcast lives about our culture's kind of strange, kind of weird obsession with young people, many of whom are children. Sometimes just newborn babies. <laughs> like last episode, I mentioned Northwest being a fashion icon in my life, and <laughs> she is two years old. <laughs> But she just has it going on. What can you do? What Time said, they they turned it into a less creepy thing, and they're just focusing on which of these young people are of influence. So there's Malala's in there, Mm -hmm. Zendaya, who we've covered on this show, Ahmed Mohammed, who made that clock and was profiled at his school. Oh, yeah. And teens like Malia Obama, Mm -hmm. who should be on our show. Malia, if you're listening, girl, call us. Come on over. I'm not going to call you baby because that's inappropriate. <laughs> is there a teen that you've heard about that you're really inspired by? Hmm. So I don't know if you guys heard about this teen recently named Essence Moore, who opened her own spa for teens and children. So it's strictly for teens and children. She's a New Jersey teen. Um, she's had businesses since she was six years old. Okay. What was I doing when I was six years yeah, old? Exactly. Watching Sesame Street. You know what I was doing? I was tasting Play-Doh. It's so salty. <laughs> There's a picture of me learning to tie my shoes aged six mm. in my parents' house. <laughs> well, uh, this young mogul apparently has um, a couture line, like a clothing line. Let me, let me just run down the list of businesses that she has. Essence Couture, LLC. Essence Couture University. Essence Couture Publishing. And she's also the author of a book, Sixth Grade Middle School Chronicles, on top of her spa that she's opened. I love Ooh. her already. Wow. I mean, I don't need, I'm speechless. Right? I haven't accomplished that much and I am older <laughs> well, than six. I was going to say, I'm, no, I was going to say. <laughs> She's pretty accomplished. And so, you know, we got to give a shout out to her. Essence Moore is doing her thing. Hopefully other girls will look up to her. Um, and another girl I want to give a shout out to because I was going to say when I was six years old, I was probably just playing with my Afro puffs. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about Natalie McGriff. She's a seven-year-old who recently wrote a comic that was published about a girl who has magic Afro puffs. She's seven years old and she's publishing comic books. Wait, how did she get published? That's insane. So she won a contest. So on top of publishing, she won $16,000. Wow. Right? Kids are doing it for themselves. Little prodigies. Like I sometimes wish I could go back. Can I just go back but still have like the mind, my current mind, but go back into like a six-year-old's body and just be a prodigy? So imagine... Going back to like in 1985 and inventing the iPod. 
we have a true calling now. <laughs> I, I'm going to time travel with you. We're going to be two six-year-olds playing on a huge keyboard in FAO shorts exactly. or whatever. Just like Big. Tom Hanks reference, if you didn't know. Isn't there a film with Jennifer Garner as well, where she goes back and she inhabits her, her earlier body? 13, going on 30. Yes. But she actually doesn't go back. She goes forward at, mm-hmm. into a 30-year-old's body. Oh, I do remember that movie. I'm going to shock you and say I haven't actually seen it. Whoa. <laughs> You're trying to school us? I've seen that at least 17 times. Don't so try. maybe we just need to get one of these teen prodigies to make us a clock. Mm-hmm. They can go back into time. Maybe mm. Ahmed Muhammad. He already exactly. makes clocks. Give us a call. Yes. So the teen I'm very inspired by is Rowan Blanchard. She's the star of Girl Meets World, which is a spinoff of Boy Meets World. And she took to Instagram recently and wrote this long essay about intersectional feminism schooling the people like most people don't know what that is and she broke it down and Mm. said hey guys traditional feminism often ignores the experience of trans women black women native women and the idea that those people might experience inequality and sexism in a different way than white women and here's this little girl telling the world this and then she also goes and says about Amandla Stenberg who's a 17 year old from Hunger Games I love her she had a video about cultural appropriation and a lot of people were attacking her for being a quote angry black woman or angry black girl and Rowan said if a white woman had said that or white women who are online and saying black lives matter they are applauded but if you happen to be a black woman saying that you are you know angry and so she was bringing all this attention to all of this stuff. And the fact that she's 13 and has this all figured out, I'm just, you know, so encouraged by. Mm. Big up, Rowan. Love you. Big up. Yes. Carly, do you have a teen you're inspired by? Well, you stole my Amanda Stenberg one. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. But um, I have to go for, like, the OG teen, Malala. Yes. Oh, yeah. She does more in a day than I've accomplished oh, no. in my entire life. <laughs> but yet I'm not bitter. Whenever I look and whenever I read she's done something, I'm like, what have I? done again what do i do oh yeah yeah and then it just makes everything you're like oh my gosh like i don't want to go to the post office i can't do this and it's like... <laughs> yeah it puts things into perspective yeah. for sure <laughs> so next time we're ever being brats we catch each other being brats yeah. just say malala hello shut it down check yourself say it with me malala It's time for our obligatory news story of the week. <laughs> Just coming on the news desk. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. <Jamie. laughs> we can't afford sound effects. We really can't. So I was reading this article on the New York Times, and it's called Sex Ed Lesson. Yes means yes, but it's tricky. And it's all about how in schools like the Urban School in San Francisco, which was featured in this particular article, it's one of an estimated... 1,400 institutions that is now teaching consent as part of sex education. So it's not just about, like, you're going to get this crazy disease. It's also about, hey, every step of the way, you should check in with whoever you're kissing. Is it okay to be kissing? Is it okay to do this or that? So they've tried to change the mantra from, like, no means no, like this negative thing, to yes means yes. Did you hear the yes? No. Then stop. So it's it's kind of a basic... (laughs) thing but you know the youth of america need reminding and so do the adults let's just say that clearly clearly we could talk about this for days Mm -hmm. yeah 
it was interesting because in in the article there was a lot of young voices in there saying like this is so weird and like confusing like we really have to ask like isn't silence enough like just as long as they're not screaming or saying no and that's not scary at all yeah so i was just thinking about that and was wondering why this is the way it is and why people think that asking permission is such a novel concept and then I started thinking about the music that has been going on the past couple decades. And so we're going to take a listen down memory lane. So we're going way back to mm-hmm. 1944. What? To... World War II? <laughs> it was almost over. Um, and this kind of awful song came out of it. On the surface, it's just like, oh, it's a wintry tale of just like staying warm with your boo or something. It's not like that. We're going to listen to it now. I just want to preface by saying I picked a cover by Zoe Deschanel to annoy Carly. Thank you. (laughs) So let's take a listen. Neighbors might think. Maybe it's bad out there. Say, what's in this No cats to be had out there. Can you you believe that Cosby moment? What's in this drink? Oh, I need to look at the the rest of the lyrics. I don't even know what song that was. Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. And she's like, I really just want to go home. And he's like giving her excuses of like why she has to stay. Like there won't be cabs or it's cold. What's in this drink? (laughs) What's in this drink? Oh, gosh. It says something about the lyrics that like Zoe Deschanel is not the most objectionable part of this (laughs) song for me. Yeah, that says something. All right. Then we're going to fast forward a little to the Mm -hmm. 70s. Greece. The musical, not the country. Not the country. Let's listen. Tell me more, tell me more. So it's like, did she put up a fight? And then it's like, doopy, doopy, doopy. It's like so cute. And what? Uh, I mean, there's so much going on in Greece. Well, also that whole song. We could have played the whole song because it's just like the girls saying really nice things and like, oh, I'm getting to know this guy. And then he's just like, you know what I'm talking about. I I did that. I did that. And it's just disgusting. Uh, Just just one of the things that John Travolta did that (laughs) I, I don't like. Okay, and then we're going to two years ago to a song that I hate so much but for oh the purposes of this conversation I'm gonna have to listen to oh thanks let's hear it oh god <laughs> I mean n- number one Marvin Gaye can right. we talk about can, that can we talk about the fact that they said it wasn't a sample can we yeah. talk about that I hadn't actually heard Got to Give Up the Marvin Gaye song and that song came on the radio and mm-hmm. I thought why are they playing Blurred Lines it's that similar. And actually, there's been a big court case now, and I believe they've had to pay a lot <laughs> oh, of money they had to, to settle it out. Yeah. So, this is what you find objectionable about this song. <laughs> You're like, he stole the hook. It's, oh, okay. So, theft, misogyny, I, there's just so much to loathe about this. Yes. They're just, yeah, it, it enforces this rape culture, but it also was Marvin Gaye's original idea. Yes. So, we're mad for multiple reasons. I feel like a lot of musicians are, are, like, aren't immune to this. Like, even my own beloved Bruce Springsteen, I love him so much. But in the song Fire, it has the lyrics, I hold you close and you just say no Ooh. and then it goes on to say like oh I, I know that you love it really that's the whole message of that I song know you want it. so he stole from him as well he did chain typical. of theft <laughs> typical robin thing let's please not spread rumors about bruce Springsteen. <laughs> that will break my heart so i mean given the music there could be a norm well there is a normalization of 
did she really say yes? Does she need to say yes? Right. Like, so there's definitely a need for consent to teach kids consent in schools. Exactly. And there's a need for what Aminatu, who was on two episodes ago, you should listen to that interview. It was really good. She was talking about Justin Bieber's song. That's what our outro song was. And she called it a consent anthem because he's most of the song is him being like, what do you mean? And he's like always checking in at every step like, what do you mean by that? Is this a yes or no? I would just Mm -hmm. like to say I believe she referred to it as a tropical consent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she did. Love you, Aminati. (laughs) Yes. So something that the Justin Bieber tropical consent anthem Mm -hmm. doesn't do well is that it kind of goes with this trope of like women are wishy-washy and they don't know what they want. They changed their mind and like maybe they said yes, but then they changed their mind and now they're saying it was always no. I mean – Obviously, looking very deep into this pop song, I'm sure he didn't really think that much about it. There are college but, courses taught on pop music and pop songs, so we can go as deeply as we want yeah. to. Sir. There's a course on Beyonce. Ooh, I want to take that. So that trope and Justin doing that and a lot of people just always bringing that up like, oh, women change their mind all the time. That happened in an interview with Ariana Grande where Ryan Seacrest said like, Oh, I can't with these women. They're always changing their mind. And I have a clip for us to listen to of how she dealt with it. And this is how we should all deal with it. I can't figure out girls. <laughs> they keep changing their minds. So do men. Yeah, not not as much. <laughs> Come on, hunty. Mm. Come on, hunty. <laughs> That's what we should say to all the sexists in our lives. Come on, hunty. So oh, I'm going to sound really stupid here. What does hunty mean? It, Ooh, it's like honey, but it's like hunty. Oh, like, let me just. Yes. I, ha- I have learned. Schooled. <laughs> Speaking of school, stay tuned for our guest who just got out of school Mm -hmm. and is going to talk to us. So since this episode is all about youth, we have taken it to its logical, ludicrous conclusion. We introduce you to our guest of the day, eight-year-old Gia. Welcome, Gia. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for being on our show. You're welcome. Thanks for sparing the time. You were at school today. I know. I was, but it ended. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's the great thing about school. (laughs) So I know that this room is a little intimidating. We are also intimidated by these microphones in our face. So I'm going to start with an easy question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how upset were you when Zane quit One Direction? I was probably Seven because I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. when I heard. So yeah, you didn't see it coming. You had no <laughs> like, idea. I had no idea. He he seemed pretty fine with it, and he seemed like he was having a great time. And all of a sudden, he's like, "I'm leaving." What was the reason? Well, there were rumors saying that he left because um, of his girlfriend, but I think he wanted he left because he wanted more um, creative control. Oh, you have all the gossip. Okay, she's got the insight. Where are you getting this from, Gia? <laughs> Magazines. <laughs> Do you remember where you were when you found out? Um, I think I was either in Italy or at my house. Oh, Ooh. listen to you. Okay. Wow. Okay, Gia's living the life. <laughs> she's busy at school, and when she's not at school, she's in Italy. Apparently. <laughs> I love it. So... I can relate to your feelings, like a six on being upset about someone mm-hmm. leaving your favorite group. When I was around your age, I liked a group called the Spice Girls. Have you heard of them? Yes. Oh, good, mm-hmm. good. The, one of the members, her name was Ginger Spice. Mm-hmm. She left very suddenly, just like Zane, in the middle of a tour. I'm still upset about it, and it's been a long time. He has not recovered. I mention it all the time. So I 
I admire your composure and that you're only a six on the scale of upsetness because I'm like still a 10 over that. So, And basically, Gia, what Emmanuel's saying is that you're going to carry this disappointment with Zane leaving for the rest of your life. That's no, kind of what he's it. implying. <laughs> no, I think she's just very mature. She's dealing with it very well. Exactly. My yeah. friend is not dealing it with, what, with it well. He's What's like, happening to your friend? He's like, he's like so sad. Oh, no. Still. Still. Like how? Like crying? Or? Not crying sad, but he's like, he's like, I can't believe he left. Like he brings it up a lot. Oh. <laughs> when you're talking about something completely different, she just yeah. brings it in. Stages of grief. Yeah. She should write a poem about it. It helps. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> I remember when I was your age and I used to fantasize a lot about being a grown-up. In fact, I actually have a four-year-old, and he talks a lot about being a teenager and being a grown-up. And so I'm wondering what you think is the hardest part about being a grown-up from your perspective. Well, I think you have to take a lot of responsibility, but um, I think it seems like you have to be like very stern a lot of the time, and that's why I want to stay a kid forever. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't met Emmanuel. <laughs> you, you don't have to be serious. You can have pink hair if you want. It doesn't matter. So what do you think is the most fun part about being a grown-up? You get to do a lot of things by yourself, um, and you can do whatever you want, mostly. That's not against the law. That's true. Yeah. Parameters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people, a lot of grown-ups talk about how kids are, like, always on their phones. They're like, oh, they're always looking at them. They're always doing this and on Facebook. Are you always on your phone? Do you even have a phone? I do have an iPod Touch, um, but I don't use it for a lot of the time because I just had a lot of new homework that I have to do, and I have a more full schedule because soccer ends at 5 o'clock, and I have like an hour of homework, so I don't have time to actually play on a device. Mm. But at night, sometimes um, to make me calm down, I have to watch a movie on my TV. Oh, just like decompress. Mm -hmm. What movie is making your life right now? Are you a Frozen kind of person, or are no. you over that? I'm over Frozen. <laughs> uh, glad to hear it, because I was at Jamita's house the other day. She has young children, and they request Let It Go constantly. Constantly. I've heard that song more than I'd like to admit. So why are you over Frozen? Well, I mean, I still like the tune, but mm-hmm. I think after you hear it more than four times, it kind of gets a little <laughs> annoying. <laughs> So, yeah, and you're like, oh, it's frozen again. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I heard that you like burlesque featuring Christina Aguilera. I do. Oh, wait, the movie? Yes. Wow. What do you love about that movie? I like the songs because I think they make me want to dance, like, like step up and like dance. Yeah, and snap your fingers for that yeah. one. Yeah. And like express yourself. I think that's one yeah. of them. Yeah, Christina Aguilera is pretty awesome. She is pretty oh. awesome. Well, Gia, when you saw that movie, did you know who Cher was? Um, No. Oh. <laughs> I just like saw the movie and I liked it. Interesting. So you didn't know her from before. Mm-hmm. Also, did you know who Christina Aguilera was before seeing the movie? No. See? Wow. She's not super relevant right now. But through burlesque, she is. Touching the minds of young people everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Extina. Yes. So when you look at the world and what's going on, is there something that when you grow up or even now you want to change? Well, I um, 
I probably won't be able to change this, but global warming, mm-hmm. because um, I love polar bears a lot. And um, I just, since it's taking away uh, polar bears' habitats, I'd like to stop that. And half of global warming is because of us people, because we've been using a lot of machinery, which makes gas, which mm-hmm. makes it very hot around the world. So, yeah. Let's make it happen. That's a good message. And do you think people just need to hear more about this stuff? Yeah. And not a lot of people think that they shouldn't use, well, they don't think that it's fine to use a car, you know. It's not like like every five seconds you can just go drive in your car. Even if it's a block away, you can just go ahead and drive. And you, you want can, to teach them. Yeah, you mm. can walk a block, I mean. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> or just hop on a bike. Like, there are options. Yeah. You're you're super insightful. So you have a lot of good advice. And so I had a question that I was thinking about. Um, I'd like to know what advice would you give to grown-ups for having more fun? Because you said being a grown-up is really serious, and you think most of us are really serious, right? How would you suggest we have more fun? They loosen up uh, up about giving us earlier bedtimes. They should give us later bedtimes. (laughs) (laughs) My son would be happy to hear you say that. (laughs) This is a question grown-ups always ask, and it's so boring. But I'm still going to ask you it. What do you want to be when you grow up? A director, movie director. Oh, nice. nice. What kind of movies? Um, I want to do sci-fi. <gasps> yes. You're going to be boss lady on a mm-hmm. on yeah. a sci-fi movie. I feel like I know like how movies work, and I know how they work around, and I know like the placement of everything. Nice. And what kind of sci-fi movies do you watch that make you want to be a director? Um, I watch like um. Earth to Echo and stuff like that because my mom's a big sci-fi fan. Oh. So, um, and I think it's very fun. And I like when there's like sci-fi mysteries. Like, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You, and then I just want to figure it out the movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're available to be in your movies when you make them. Yeah. That's true, and we're really <laughs> cheap. That's the important yeah. thing. You don't have to pay us a lot. <laughs> so remember us when you're a huge director. Exactly, it will happen. <laughs> remember your friends at the Cooler Podcast. <laughs> yes. So I heard someone told me a little birdie said that you like to watch music videos over and over and then learn the dances. Yes, I do. Oh, so What's do I. your favorite dance sequence that you've learned or taught yourself? So one of them was probably um, Beat It. Mm. Oh, you're going way it. back. And Thriller. Yeah. Throwing um, it back. We could dance together. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, for my birthday party... What we did was we had a hip-hop routine, so I picked a song, and it was Counting Stars, and we did a hip-hop routine to that. So You're so cool. I, I, I wish I could, I could be eight again so we could hang out. She just mentioned, like, five things that I do. <laughs> Shamita was doing that before she came here exactly. today, probably. I danced to Counting Stars on the ride over here all the time. So there's a lot of talk. Um, when school is involved, especially with young children, about like bullying, have you ever encountered like a bully on the play yard? And if so, how did you deal with that experience? Um, well, I've seen people exclude other people, which is very hurtful. So, like maybe people are playing like horses or something, and they say, "Oh, you can't play with us. There are only like three people allowed." And then they let another person in. Mm. It kind of makes the person who they didn't let in feel very sorry and like they should change themselves to be mm. better for them. Mm-hmm. But I think they should just include them. Yeah. So, do you like 
try to help that person who's excluded? Yeah, or you... I, like, if I see someone like by themselves, I just say, hey, you want to play something? Or like I just include them in whatever game I'm playing. And there's a lot of talk about young people being mean to each other online, like on social media, on yeah. Facebook, on mm-hmm. Twitter. Have you seen that happen? Well, um, so I have a group, tech, a text group, and I've seen one person call another person mean over text, but when they didn't know who it was because in the group they didn't say the name. It just like came out of nowhere. So we just waited and waited and waited, and we asked each other who did it, and we couldn't find out, so we all made a promise that it wasn't us, and we just let it go. Sometimes you have to do that in life, just Mysteries. to let it go. Let it go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. You just walked right into that one. So you go to an all-girls school, right? Yes. Um, how do you feel about having no boys around? Well, I like having no boys around because I can concentrate more. And um, with boys, they're kind of loud. No offense. Feel free to apologize on behalf of all men. <laughs> and, I, and I apologize for all men and boys because we are obnoxious and loud and... You make it difficult to learn. Yeah, we're distractions to the learning process. Yes. I agree. <laughs> so it seems like you have a lot of cool interests. And so I want to know if you could hang out with one person for 24 hours, historic, present, famous, whoever, who would you choose and why? Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes. Um, I'd choose him because he seems really cool to hang out with. <laughs> and I'd love a solo performance just for me. And he gets you how to dance. Yeah. He teaches the dance moves up close yeah. and personal. And you could do Thriller for him, and he would be really <laughs> impressed. <laughs> I'm sure. I can't do it as fast, though. Like, it's impossible. I tried it as well. I don't know how well. to do the turns. Yeah, some, they have these flash mobs around town. I don't know if you've ever seen these, but people just show up in one place and then start dancing. And people who aren't in on it don't know what's happening. And one year it was Thriller, and I tried to do it, and... You tried I, to do the thriller? I didn't know it as well as some other people. Oh, <laughs> you were in the back like, <laughs> you got to get you with this. Walked yeah. into that one, didn't you? Yeah. Have you ever seen the Smooth Criminal video? Yes, I have. So when I was a kid and it came out, I was small. I used to try to do the lean all the time and I would fall on the floor. <laughs> My over brother over tried again. doing that <laughs> and he fell on his face and he, and he started crying and he's like, I'm going to try it again. <laughs> <laughs> Never give up. Gia. On this podcast, which is called The Cooler, we talk about a lot of things that are going on in life, like music and fashion and movies and what we like we call pop culture. And we talk about stuff as well about feminism. And this is a word that grown-ups use a lot. Do you know what feminism means? No, I don't. Interesting. I think you are a feminist just from our conversation here. It just basically means someone who thinks that girls and boys should be equal. You I do think that. Yeah. So. I mean, we did a protesting thing in second grade, and one of my friends said that um, there, like, since boy baseball is on TV, why can't girl baseball be on TV? Yeah. Like, us girls let boys sing too, right? Mm-hmm. And dance too. So I think they should let us do some things that they can do. Yeah. I have a question for you, which is how old do you think? We are. <laughs> Sorry. And we won't be offended, whatever you guess. Take a guess. We just Start with Carly know. and then go around. <laughs> um, We're 30s. different ages. <laughs> okay, 30s. How old do you think, Emmanuel? 30s. How dare you? <laughs> Jamidra? 
thirties. <laughs> All right, you're playing, playing it safe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are pretty much spot on. Yep. Except for Emmanuel. He's Wait, no, no, no. I'm guess that you're twenties. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Okay, Emmanuel, how old are you? I'm 31. Oh man. <laughs> I'm 33. I'm 29. <gasps> Right on the edge there. But you know what? She's about to be 30 in like two months. Okay. Yeah. I've been spiritually 70 years old for a very long time, Gia, so yeah. you don't need to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we end each episode with a song of one of our choices, but we thought we would give you the opportunity to outro us with a song of your choice. What is it? Um, I'd pick Drag Me Down. Who sings that? One Direction. Amazing. Oh. So perfect. It, is Zane on this one? No. Oh. Ooh, Zaneless. Wow, I don't even know what to do with that. I've never heard a Zaneless song. Yeah, so I was at the concert and I was going to buy a t shirt and I was going to buy the one with Zane on it. And the people at the owners were like, oh, you can't do that. You have to get the new one without Zane. Okay, or people are going to think you're old and you sob about Zane. So you have to get the new one. Oh, an like, aggressive t shirt okay. salesman. <laughs> and I got the new one. Oh. I want to go back in time and allow you to get the other one. <laughs> who was this person telling you what to do? They're like these teens who work there. And oh. for future reference, that's called retro. Yeah. Retro. Okay, it's like retro vintage. vintage. Yeah. It's very in to, yes. to be. To wear the old. Times. It's yeah. very in to wear the old. Mm-hmm. And we're old, so we know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's listen to Drag Me Down by One Direction. Thanks, Gia, for being on our show. Thank you, Gia. Come back anytime. Mm -hmm. You keep us young. Did you enjoy it? Yes, very much. Well, yeah, we'll see you around maybe at the next One Direction concert. Maybe. Maybe. Just playing it cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to hang out with us. (laughs) So we would be remiss not to thank a few special people in our lives. Mm -hmm. In the booth today. Howard Gelman and Susie Racho. Hey, Susie. And David Marcus, our podcast daddy. Mm-hmm. The pod daddy. P daddy. daddy. P daddy. He likes yeah. that. <laughs> and the theme music you heard at the beginning of the episode is by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. I got to hang out with her finally. And she's just as cool in person as she is every email. Catch us next Thursday. Until then, find us on social media at Kikudi Pop. Bye. Bye now. Bye.